0: i just like to say up top that the views expressed by the guests and hosts of this podcast may not reflect your own. This is for entertainment purposes, and you should just enjoy it. So with that being said, ever since the dawn of humanity, we have come together in celebration, combining the best in art, science, music, technology, food, fashion, and more for great big parties. And now, let me introduce to you a new podcast, Ye Ultimate Party, where we talk about parties what makes them great what could use some improvement what are the commonalities between them all i am one of your hosts kay willems my co-host is a willems and we're going to be breaking it down for you today we've got a great episode for you we've got a willems friend steve scott we've also got the return of maddie mcclure it's going to be great a quick note right up at the top though We ran into some recording difficulties where our mixer was not plugged in, so the first 10 minutes or so are just being recorded off of the laptop microphone. I hope it's not that big of an issue. That being said, let's just get into it. This is a good time today. All right. See y'all at the end of the episode. (laughs) Hey, Austin. Hey there, Kyle. How do you want to start this episode? Oh man, I just want to send warm gratitude to all our listeners because it's it's a little bit uh, dreary here in the in the CO, man. Yeah, we got we got a rainy day. We got a we got a cold rainy day. It's The kind of day that calls for hot chocolate and lo-fi hip hop. Exactly, it's the the rainy moods vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of two shot sherry? I have. Yeah, dude, that video cracks me up with the whole, you want some ambient noise, some rain or something. I like to use a strong piss. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta sample yeah. just it's gonna sample this. Yeah. Just gonna sample somebody peeing. Real relaxing. Well, you know I, what always warms the people up? What warms the people up? If not partying. Partying? Talking about parties. Exactly. That's the way to warm up on the... I know that this whole day I've just been so bogged down and I just wanted to take m- mad naps. But I didn't take mad naps because it turns out, like, napping sometimes doesn't give you energy. So you just kind of want to, like, exercise a little bit, get that blood flowing and stuff. And that didn't work. But now... (laughs) We're talking about parties, and I feel great. I'm oh, perked. I, I am perked. It's just something about the energy in this room. It warms me up. It could be these people we have here. Oh, these fantastic, beautiful these, guests that we have These fantastic, here? beautiful guests we have here. Would you would you like to introduce them? Oh, yes. Okay. So as of um, right now, we have the the mm-hmm. beautiful return uh, guest, the, the fantastic Madison McClure. Well,
1: hello. Well, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Speaking oh. of rainy weather, I stepped in a puddle on my way here, but I was wearing my new sandals, so it's okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs>
0: no harm, no foul. <laughs> yeah, right on. And also, next to Maddie, we have the man, the myth, the the baller, the senior Stephen Scott. Your boy. Ooh, yes. your boy. Wow. I feel that. Snap! I didn't even know your last name until just now, but I feel as if I've known you for so long. It's been You've it's it's been years and years. Tyler, maybe you've really known it all along. Maybe I have, but he's just... He is the one Steve, you know what I'm saying? He Boy. is like, oh, if someone if someone were to say, and Steve's coming, I would imagine him yeah, I immediately can. I wouldn't <laughs> think any other Steve. You originated as Steve-o. I think yeah. I, like, for the first like four months I knew you, everyone was like, yeah, steve It was trouble
2: kind of growing up because um, there was a dude, that, he was Steve-O, then he moved to Lyndhurst, this close town, just like right down the way. And then he moved back, and he's like, oh, I'm still the Wheatland Stevo. I'm like, you are not the Wheatland Stevo. I'm the Wheatland Stevo. You're the Lindhurst Stevo now. <laughs> <laughs> you're changing roles, man. You moved out. Yeah, no spotbacks. No. You can't just come back here and
0: act like you're still the Wheatland Stevo. Not a chance. Mm-hmm. Get, up, get back over there, Lindhurst. Go away. Man, I remember a similar thing happened to me in high school where there were two Kyles in my German class. And so I was dubbed Good Kyle, and the other Kyle was dubbed Bad Kyle. <laughs> and then a third Kyle came into the mix, and suddenly I became Bad Kyle.
1: Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Wait, he, no, he was Good Kyle. The
2: new one became
0: the good
1: one.
0: No, I think they were just all different names. I know. I don't think it. <laughs> It became a good, bad, fat type thing. <laughs> and what really sucked is that followed me even when the other Kyles were gone. We were in college and people would be like, Hey, fat Kyle's here but I think they meant it more in like the Mardi Gras kind of like
1: too? Yeah,
0: sort of, but more more so in the more so in the It's Fat Tuesday, like we're gonna party hard and eat a lot and drink a lot and be merry, sort oh, okay. of, yeah. Okay. I mean, I would have preferred Marty Kyle, but
1: I want to
0: go to Mardi Gras and hear someone yell, don't be rude, show me boobs, because I think that's a thing somewhere, probably. Right. That's some hefty hefty uh, emotional stress to put on someone. Of just like, if you don't show me your boobs. You, <laughs> you don't be get any boobs. So Why are you being so rude a <laughs> way? Yeah, I, th- I feel like the reply would be, don't be rude and ask for boobs, bro. <laughs> like, since 2018. But that's the point of Mardi Gras though, right? Is showing boobs? I'm, I'm sure there's some other purpose in Mardi Gras. Oh, okay. I say the <laughs> guys should start wearing skirts and the girls should, you know, ask yeah. for a little sack. There you go. Like, don't <laughs> you know, yeah. wax, show me some sack. Oh, that could be real <laughs> weird. Get some point. beads. Oh man (laughs) Um So so before we get too derailed on exposing genitals Steve Steve Scott Yes Kyle Williams I have a question for you Shoot it it. And it is the one question we ask here If you had access to all the resources you could ever want for this one occasion that you're about to talk about, what would your ultimate party be?
2: Well, there would be some sort of main headline music involved. Obviously that's like the ultimate cherry to every night, every positive night, in my opinion. It all starts just like slowly but surely gathering some friends around the house Smoking, smoking some joints, drinking some beers, everybody's getting super hype about to head up to Red Rocks. Pull up to Red Rocks at 2, 3 o'clock, just hang out in the lofts and wander around, meet the most amazing people you can possibly meet in your life and just meet, socialize, and then maybe if you're hungry, maybe eat like a piece of paper. Or something. If you're really trying to just like really get satisfied, you know, right. really, really satisfy your hunger. Paper always satisfies. Just you. like mm-hmm. a little
0: one centimeter by one centimeter. Just your man. Piece of paper, man. Yeah. Just, just a tiny little scrap of paper. Yeah, just yeah. fill
2: that tummy right up. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You need a sold. cigarette after that meal. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm saying. <laughs> and then, like, the night slowly creeps by. And then, about that time, it's time to wander up the staircase. Mm-hmm. Wandering up, wandering Dreamers up. You just meet so many awesome people. And you start, like, slapping the bag of wine in the line because everybody's got to kill this bag of wine before we can get in because you can't bring the wine in. So yeah, you, you definitely slap can't bring the, bring bag, the wine in. Chug a bunch of wine, and then, at that point, you're feeling all <laughs> warm and fuzzy. And you hop in there, and then it's just the most amazing track after amazing track you could possibly <laughs> dream of. And it's just so much bass, but just, like, so much jam. It's just nothing too cluttered, nothing too heavy, nothing too soft. Everything is just, like, running perfectly in your brain. And then after the show, you just get out. you Like, you can't help to like just like walk down the lots and keep wanting to just like mix and mingle with everybody because the night is just too good but then every great night has a bad night and the only part of this bad night is the people at the red rocks telling you you need to leave and it's mm-hmm. like i'm just trying to hang out and have a good time oh you need to leave so i can go home okay fair enough I respect that. Yeah, that is respectable. Yeah, and then everybody just carpools back, safely back to the respected house, and then everybody just kind of just gathers around so many stories and positive energies, and everybody just doesn't want to sit around anymore, so we just go for a long walk in the woods. Just kind of like, rip out on the scenery. Right. Good stuff.
1: Who and lined your party?
2: I mean, the one above everything would have to be an actor. Yeah, that would yeah. be This does, He okay. doesn't play Red Rocks anymore. He no, does dicks, He got banned from dicks as well. Yeah. What? Yeah. For what? For Bay Center two years ago. I when thought it was like an earthquake. They won't, they won't, yeah, they, they didn't invite, us, invite him back because it, his act sounded like a quote-unquote earthquake. See...
0: That sounds awesome. I'm saying that's that's kind of incredible. And what's so mind-blowing about that is Austin keeps regaling me with tales about how considerate his fans are, where they convince everyone to pick up trash, and they're always walking around through the crowd making sure everybody's okay, and you think that a positive environment such as that, you'd want that back in your in your space. Yeah,
1: because a lot of
0: people are attracted to that type of thing, you know? Well, I feel like the only downside is like Grandma Irma trying to get her tiny little puppies to sweep and all of a sudden in the distance she's like <laughs> and puppies start yapping she starts freaking out and hits the decks hide un- hides under her chair for, like, 15 minutes. That's PTSD minutes. from Nam. Yeah, they're coming all the trees, man. Hey, I get that. <laughs> I was honestly listening to a different podcast Dress the History of Fashion, shout out right there, earlier, and they were talking about this guy, Paul Pure or Pure or Pure, I don't know how to pronounce it. The point is, this Paul guy, Perret. Paul Pure, dude. I, I know it kind of sounds like Potpourri, but that's what I was thinking about. There. Potpourri. Oh my gosh, is the mixer not plugged in? Is this- we're just recording off of the freaking sound system from the laptop? This is some bullshit! We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Boy, I sure hope this is better. It's- it already looks better and it sounds better. All right. Um, and we're back, I forgot to say that. <laughs> Are we just keeping all that? Yeah. Are we? I mean, we can. I, I mean, I'm doing. I normally solo edit this, so I'll see how the flow goes. But Ho-go, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to hit him with an, and we're back.
2: <laughs> and we're back. Sounds- All right, and we're
0: back. That sounds great, everybody. Great. All right. Okay. So, um, where were we in this? We were at base. We're, <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, base center. <clears throat> And we're back. <laughs> 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 All, right, sorry, All right, sorry, sorry, sorry for those Where audio we? technical difficulties. We were talking about how Grandma Sue. Doesn't like your dogs yapping because bass nectar sounds like an earthquake. Well, okay, yeah, and the the idea of wanting such a nice crowd and good positivity—that's all well and good from like inside the venue and like after the thing goes down, they're like, "Oh, hey, it's actually not trashed." But definitely understand that people in surrounding cities get very frustrated about that. But I think that's like the. The thing I respect about Nectar is he's like, you know what? I'm not turning it down. So if you don't want me to play here, I'm not playing here. I, I will find a place where I can play, where right. I can give what I need to give to these people. But don't tell me what not to do. Right. <laughs> and the guy really seems unstoppable. Um, one of our friends said his art professor sued Base Nectar because he was using his visuals without a license. And it, ha- it doesn't stop him. And neither did getting kicked out of Red Rocks and Dick. Honestly, at that point, I'd try and see how many venues I could get kicked out of. (laughs) Right. Because then, like, that one venue that you actually do sell tickets for, they're selling for, like, $1,000 a pop. Right, yeah. (laughs) Or or Street Team. I'd get that Street Team ticket if it's selling for $1,000 a pop. I mean, they're already pretty expensive. That's ridiculous. All right, Steve, here's what I like about your party is you want a headlining act. We have a lot of people come on this podcast and try and convince us that concerts are not parties. And I'm inclined to disagree.
2: I would disagree as well.
1: Every time I go to a concert, it's a party. It's a party. party. Everyone's dancing. We're all having a good time. It's a
0: very specific type of party. See, we as good hosts have to walk this fine line of... Agreeing with people and trying to find out more on their stance of things and a lot of what they say is That at a concert you're paying attention or at least you should be paying attention To the act on stage Whereas in a party scenario. There's a ton of different stuff to do All around so at this party at Red Rocks. Would you have the headliner and that's it or would there be different things dispersed around red rocks that you could do while the music is blasting
2: yeah like i'd be i'd be more than stoked to have like different like art galleries and stuff to go check out or different just like random like circle groups of people hanging out just like up top or something but like i feel like part of the party of red rocks is socializing in the lots and whenever i have to like rush up late to a show it's lightweight heartbreaking that i don't have more time to hang out in the lots because that's hanging out in the lots is just the pre-party to the party to like then you're back at the lots is the post-party it's just
0: i'm in total agreement with you in fact i really want to take this podcast on the road to red rocks just before a show or something just being that would be tight have a little booth set up. Say, hey, apparently you can't do anything commercial in the lots or in the park without permission. Which or a permit. is commercial. It will be. And I mean, now for our sponsor break. Hey, do you like rap? <laughs> do you like hip-hop? Do you like EDM? Come down. Do you like coffee or kava? Come on down to the Corner Beat at May 18th. Around six thirty to see this live and see the Wolves perform. And now back to our show.
1: Um, and we're back. And we're <laughs> back. <laughs> so, guess so,
0: um, who's back? Like chiropractic.
2: Exactly.
1: Back
0: uh,
2: Doctor says I need a higher wire <laughs> so fancy. That. I
1: need a frontal lobotomy and a bottle in front of me.
0: <laughs> so, um, so the lots right and taking this to the lots it being somewhat commercial i'm sure that worst comes to worst they just ask us to leave because that's what happened at excision when we just took these microphones yeah 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 that didn't work out too hot Um, was
2: that up at the first bank
0: that was indeed we just had mobile recorder and we just started sticking microphones in people's faces
2: i remember that you guys let me listen to a couple recordings of that
0: that must have been episode five or six or something no, it's good times. I I would like that vibe back. Honestly, if I can go on a little tangent, you're the guest here, and I'm the host, so I have all the time to talk about this in the world, but while I have you here, and you're talking about Red Rocks, you're talking about this party, here's the deal. This podcast, hopefully, is leading up to my ultimate party, which is April 1st, 2020, at Red Rocks I'll be performing because of the sick rhymes right but have you ever heard of the legend of Woodstock and the way that came about and how just way too many people showed up and then
2: they just they, ran out of resources they ran and out of
0: resources everyone was in the mud and yeah. it was getting freaky no and, one was fighting and it was raining right exactly I wish i'm i hope i pray i'm asking for help here this show at red rocks shall be unlike any other show in that i want things in the lots i want a ferris wheel at the top of red rocks because that would be insane but and i and more so than anything i want so many people to show up to this that they can't shut it down that thing you were talking about at the end of the night where they're saying hey man you gotta go home so i can go home it's gonna be like no we're our own self-regulating thing man we basically just started a little camp out city you can go home at red rod you can go home we're good we got this (laughs) we have our own staff base nectar's playing we're about to bring the earthquake so um uh, i don't know what to tell you guys would you be on board with something like that
2: 100% one hundred percent, full fledged, full scale, sign me up. Okay. That's all I wanted. I mean
1: I mean if they could put a carousel in the convention center, they could probably put a
0: they put a carousel in the convention center? Yeah, mm-hmm. for, for decades. Oh, one of the roundy ones. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. thinking of yeah. a Ferris wheel. No, yeah. Ferris
1: wheel, Red Rocks, carousel, convention carousel center. Carousel,
0: convention center. I was like, Absolutely. I didn't think the convention center was tall
2: enough. <laughs> a little 30-foot Ferris wheel. <laughs> All right, yeah.
0: I mean, I, of course, you'd have to account for wind and stuff, but I think that would be so sick.
2: One of the sickest productions I've seen at red rocks was big gigantic 2016. They actually have video projections on the rocks. So it's just like you have big G on stage doing the thing. And of course you have like their own visuals on stage and all that nonsense. But then like you just like turn to your left and there's just like little like random flickering lights of just like butterflies or bombs or just like people walking around on the rocks, and that was the only act I've ever been at Red Rocks where they actually have projection oh. on the rocks.
1: That's
0: cool. That is so it sick. It was
2: bad to the bone. I tried to
0: <laughs> sneak <laughs> into Big Wild 2015 and it didn't work. Or not Big Wild, uh, Big, Gi-
2: Big G? Big, gigantic,
0: Big yeah. G. Big G. The
1: biggest of Gs.
0: What do they call that show? Because it has their own thing Rowdy right? Town. Rowdy Town, right? Yeah. I mean, every act has that their own name now. Yeah, with, it's like Dead
2: Rocks. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, there's Global Dub, but that's not really tied to any mm-hmm. artist. There's
2: Heady Fest, which is Damus mm-hmm. every year on Reggae 420. On the rocks. Uh,
0: yes, Reggae on the Rocks. That's another big one. They used to have Monolith. That might have been before your time, kids. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> definitely before you were in Colorado, Steve, um, where they had... Five stages set up, which is insane from the get. And then up at the top, at least 2008, up at the top, they had this tent that was sponsored by Dell, which I hate saying that. I'm going to just pretend it was sponsored by Adele, the singer, and not the computer company. And basically, in this tent, you could get your hair dyed. You could make buttons. You could make T-shirts. And make custom skins for your laptop. Then, in the basement, they had that middle section where they normally have a movie playing. If your friends are too tripped out and they're kind of in that K hole space, and you're like, you need to just chill out, watch the history of Red Rocks in this little yeah, that little Hall of Fame type thing. Exactly. So that was its own stage, and then behind that there was another stage. But also in there was a VIP lounge where they were serving up dank eats and meet and greets which was super dope then the next year i guess it didn't have that many sponsors and it got rained out and it never came back let's bring it back that's what i'm saying right i think this is like a destiny type thing where like every time a huge festival comes like this it gets ruined. It can't last for very long, but then it inspires someone to bring it back and reintroduce the chaos into society that we so crave.
2: I'm intrigued to see what that Grand Duzi Festival is going to be like downtown. Ooh.
0: I don't know if there's many. What is the Who's Grand playing? Duzi Festival?
2: Grand Duzi, It's it's on a golf course just off of Santa Fe and Alameda. Um, on a golf course oh, i think i know that on course. a golf course oh, yeah. yeah um there's like a breakfast king right there it's right across the street from breakfast king on like this massive golf course and it's the same creators of bonnaroo Ooh. for in tennessee which i got super excited for because i went to bonnaroo and it was an amazing time but their last few years got a little more mainstream and a little just overpopulated kind of like a Coachella kind of vibe. Right. So it's just like, I didn't want to handle that nonsense. And like you check out the lineup and there's, it's just like a bunch of, just like random hip-hop and yeah. just like i love hip-hop almost more than anything but i
1: don't recognize any of these people yeah now. it's well it's okay. a
2: huge lineup the chain smokers yeah are there, the chain smokers
1: logic sturgill simpson phoenix young the giant the war on drugs kevin morby poolside gasoline lollipops they're gonna be at a rise i wonder if they're what's up because i've seen their name a couple times today. Wilder Wilderrado wow. Lost Lakes
0: Did all these Colorado bands are just naming themselves
1: dragon after deer places. 10 snake <laughs> 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 Tennis. An
0: animal. That, That's a weird topic. Okay, band names. Do you think that any band with enough talent can get famous or do you think there is something intrinsic to a band name that almost chooses the band? I mean really when you think of big names who are just killing it like the Beatles they beat all they're the greatest band or yeah. friggin Bass Nectar he is just it, like a flower blooming and then, of bass and then he brings you the nectar and it just goes in your face
2: but then you have also acts of like like dying fetus
1: Oh my God! Or that Or band like is pigeons ridiculous.
2: playing ping pong. Or Sh-
0: spongle.
2: Or spongle. Or spongle is I mean, pretty
0: fun to say, but I don't think I people would be like spongle? That sounds right up my alley.
2: Or tool. It's like you yeah. like tool. It's like when everybody says, "Oh, you're a tool." It's an insult, but it's like, "Oh, you like tools?" It's like, hey, tool. It's <laughs> kind of strange. <laughs> I, like, think it, yeah. I think it has to do
1: with like the hook too. You know, right. like there's been bands. And companies even that have become very popular and have changed their names. Right, mm-hmm. look
0: at P Diddy, Puff Daddy, Sean Combs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <All right. laughs> I'm really surprised you said that with a straight face.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in terms of pigeons playing ping pong, that seems pretty damn jammy.
1: Was well, like the I breader, I butter my toast with butter or whatever. What's um, the name of that band?
0: Uh, what, there's a band called I Butter My Toast With Butter.
1: Hang on. I just butchered but it's like it. There's
2: like leftover
0: salmon. Leftover salmon is <laughs> kind of confusing. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty strange. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was the one you said before Pigeons Playing Ping-Pong? Dying
2: Fetus. Dying
0: Fetus. But see, uh, I think Dying Fetus lives up to their name because they're metal, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a they, hardcore
2: screamo metal. Yeah,
0: yeah. they definitely sound like a dying fetus at times. <laughs> okay, We yep. Butter
1: the Bread with Butter is uh-huh. a German metalcore band. Ah,
0: oh, I've always wondered like, what Rammstein. they butter the bread with. <laughs> beer butter and... Uh, you I can't believe it. it's not
1: butter. Oh, man.
0: But just because you're wearing the jacket, Soundtribe's also a good one, that kind of, like, they, they made the name that perfectly kind of describes their sound with also a Sector 9 kind of added on there. No. Make it a little bit more, yo, spacey. out there. I yeah. think that that name alone would attract me to the show if it wasn't a sixty-dollar ticket. Sound this, Tribe Sector Sound 9. Tribe Sector Nine. How do you miss that? That's, mm-hmm. And then every shortening of it is great. STS Nine, great. Sound Tribe, great. I remember the first time I heard about them, I thought it was three different bands. Because people would just call it different things. Be like, yo, you going to Sound Tribe tonight? Yeah, dog.
2: That's you seen the tonight. tribe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was always my thing.
2: No, the sound one.
0: <laughs> different tribes, different tribes.
1: Tribe Called Quest would be fun to see, though.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you really can't see him complete no. now, but. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> so i remember you saying that one of the best productions that you've ever seen at red rocks was that big gigantic show would you say that was the best show you've seen at red rocks
2: no okay not at all my my the the best uh, it's hard to say this because i love bass nectar's music over pretty light's music But my favorite weekend at Red Rocks was Pretty Lights last year, um, August 11th and 12th. And it was just, he brought out his live band and that was the first time I've seen his live band production and it was just hit after hit and it was just like getting into some funky jams and like it got kind of like lost in the groove then all of a sudden, whoa, welcome to the next level. And just like gets into just like the old school Derek vibe. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. But that production, like the musical value of that show was better then the musical value of um bass nectar 2015 where i saw saturday and sunday night it was a friday saturday sunday show but i was only able to catch saturday and sunday and that was just one of the most amazing experiences and that was bass nectar's last weekend that he was able to play at red rock so it's like you got Mm -hmm. to see the finale and it's just like it hits the Mm -hmm. reminiscent home of just like yeah i was there type thing oh yeah but Pretty Lights, 2017, Episode 7, Red Rocks. That was, like, unbeatable. You can't beat it.
0: No, yeah. Good luck. Uh, yeah, we'll try. Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah. 2020, you just wait. <laughs> Let's do it. We just need people and money. I think, that,
1: I think that my favorite show that I ever saw at Red Rocks was Tipper on the Rocks because it was hmm. the day that they introduced the new sound system. And the night before Excision blew up the old one. So, like, they had just replaced everything. There was no sound restrictions, and Tipper broke it in and he, like, put his blood on the rocks to appease the weather gods. And the sky opened up and became crystal blue. Like, literally put his blood on the rocks. Yeah, to appease the weather gods. And it fucking worked, dude, because (laughs) it was beautiful. We stood in line for 20 minutes to get ponchos. And as soon as we put them on and went back outside to be soaked, it was dry and beautiful. Everywhere. And
2: 68 degrees just oh my God. in your face. I'm,
1: I have never experienced a more awesome moment at Red Rocks before. It was I glorious.
0: I am kind of curious now. I, I hate that I'm getting hung up on this because that's a lot of information about all types of stuff. Where did the blood come from? His hand. He cut open his hand. I'm sure he... Made a small... I don't think it was like a pint of blood, but it was well, definitely like a little smear.
1: Oh, well, you know how it is It was just a
2: tweet. It was just a tweet? Like that's a, that's what screen. he said in a tweet. Okay. No,
1: he put a picture up, too. There's Did a picture, he? yeah. I mean,
2: I'm all for blood rituals, man. Like, <laughs> magic
0: with <laughs> a can is dope. I'm just saying that if you're gonna get blood, it's way easier to bite your lip than it is to cut your hand, in my opinion.
1: Maybe he's a diabetic.
0: Dad. he's just used to it there you go is he diabetic <laughs> do I don't we know, I don't know. <laughs> no one knows let's get chipper on this there show, was there was, like, <laughs> right. there
1: was some rumors about his health and shit too you know so right yeah we like, all thought that was we could gonna be his anything. last concert
0: ever so we were all stoked and then the next time he we had saw like him, melanoma on his nose or something that was like five years ago I'm like oh okay crazy cool.
1: preposterous
0: but yeah that was the only time i've ever seen live painters at the rocks oh
1: yeah that was super cool yeah. and all the different like garden boxes going down by the stairs there's a couple different painters set up on the sides were they painting with blood no, no.
0: no. yeah like his blood for that the- was
1: he supplied each of them with a vial and they just incorporated like, hey, it into their paintings.
2: tipper's just here. got an IV going yeah. <laughs> I'm woozy <laughs> guys.
1: that's why he's always off stage just like
2: oh, wow. i'm sorry guys man.
0: Does he really perform off stage?
1: Well, most of the time he's like off to the side because his visuals are a big oh, part of his act. Right. And at this particular show, he was not on the stage at all pretty much like the whole time because Android Jones was just pumping out madness.
0: Uh, okay, this brings me to another point. One of our earlier guests, Mr. Luke Maurer, was telling me the other day that when it comes to EDM shows, he, say, he says that... They are less of a performance and more of an art exhibition. Absolutely. All right, we have one. Absolutely, Steve.
1: Well, EDM is it?
0: I honestly, it's half and half, right? It depends on who you're seeing, because you have people who have. They're live bands, right? I'm sure the Pretty Lights live band was more of a performance than it is an art exhibit, right?
2: Right. Yeah, there's not much visuals or lights going on. It's like you're focusing on the band. It's like whenever I see a perfect circle, it's just dull lighting and just like subtle lights on them. And it's just like music, 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 rather than flashing lights and imagery and kind of all that kind of stuff. Right. But music is also, it's, it's an art.
0: exactly which is what his point was originally where he said that they're essentially pushing play and i know there's more to it than pushing play especially with some of the greater artists like i'm sure tipper isn't just pushing play but you are not you don't want people to pay attention to necessarily what your hands are doing. You're presenting to them something that you've worked hard on. You're saying, hey, I worked hard on this. I put a lot of time into getting it to sound right. And these people have put a lot of time into animating these beautiful works. And we've come together to blend it for you in a in such a
1: way. So is he talking like stage or it's like, is he talking about the entire environment? Because lots of small venues in Denver like Cervantes right. have really awesome music that puts on a great performance with awesome stage setups. But then they also invite other people like, you know, people who have crazy hat designs and like jewelry, paintings, prints. Like so different different types of art are always there, which kind of makes it a gallery exhibit type of thing.
0: Right. And I would say that I mean, we'd have to get a mech on the show to defend his point, but I think it was just that a jazz band or a funk band or a rock band, when they're going up on stage, they're going to perform, mm. right? When an EDM artist gets up on stage, they're going to exhibit something. It's i mean look at excision right he's got his whole paradox set up is that the one with a gate i can't remember that might yeah. have been the one before that the executioner the executioner right where half of the time he's behind a gate i think he did that again this year
2: yeah, yeah. i remember seeing the paradox last year and like after a portion of the thing like the whole stage like part of the stage would like erect and part of it would like decline and he would just like stand behind a little wall. I right. kind of wonder if out. he's
1: afraid of people throwing stuff at him.
2: That
0: would make sense. <laughs> it does get pretty rowdy. It <laughs> yeah. it shield right quick. But, all right, so I want to I just weigh in and say that there's a lot of VJs and light producers. There's a lot of DJs and musicians. And the interplay between those varies from band to band and VJ to VJ. So you can't just be <laughs> like, well... EDM is more of just like check out these visuals while I play you some music. Because there's like we, we saw friggin' Brit Floyd they're all playing their instruments meanwhile there are very theatrical visuals going on in the background where the visuals are almost like the music is accompanying the visuals and that's not EDM. Right. So there's been times where like at beta somebody is doing very minimalistic work and there's some like cool flash animation but then there's also times where people are like pouring their heart and soul into making drum pads and that's syncopating with someone that's doing maybe even just can lights and it's still it's coming together for one thing so you can't be like that's not a concert that's an art exhibition because no it is them so in a way it it's one of those respect my pronouns sort of thing if You went up to an artist who just thought they performed their ass off, and you said, hey, nice art exhibit. They might take offense to that. Right. Yeah. Is is that the conclusion we're coming to? I'm sure you could just call a concert like an exhibition no matter what. Because
2: music, all it turns down to is music is art. So it's just music is art and and expression. So it's just like if you want to call this artistic expression – a gallery rather than a concert i mean what's because a, what's a gallery it's a bunch of different paintings or a bunch of different things all around a room or a concert which is together. a bunch of different songs all around an amphitheater mm. so it could kind of all boil down to the into the same cauldron of just art and beauty
1: it's all a matter of perspective man
0: Cool. creative expression whatever you call it I'd like to call it a party yeah, yeah buddy <laughs> yep. that's what it all circles back to <laughs> okay speaking of circling back in in the idea of adding more cool stuff to do to Red Rocks cause I do feel like back in the day like Six years ago or so, there was so much to do at Red Rocks, and I would, like, wander around up top and stuff, and I was like, I don't really want to go up to the top because there's really no point. There's some vendors and stuff like that, but whoop-de-doop. I think it would be amazing if the city of Morrison had one of those, like, 40-story hotels. Oh yeah. No. So that way, everyone could like chill at the rocks. No, hear me out. So you're chilling on the lots, and you like meet a bunch of people, and you go into the fest or the concert grounds, and you like have good times with said people. And then it doesn't have to be like, do you guys want to come to my house? Should I come to your house? It's just like the whole concert is staying at this motel. <laughs> we'll all just party in the lobby. We'll see you there, bro, Ham. And then you're all just like running back and forth, having a good time. Cause like I remember going to hotel rooms after a concert one time. And we, it's like there's eight or so hotels like relatively close to Red Rocks, so it's like not everyone's going to the same one. That'd be cool to have one just right across the street.
2: <laughs> See that, that, I just that'd be pretty I would tight. That would. I, like at first, I thought that that would not be such a great idea because it would kind of like commercialize things, just make it just way too much to want to deal with.
0: But like, Wolfpack sold out. So like, you're not gonna get any more people. And even then, like, they might, well, I guess parking would be kinda tough, so it might lead to traffic.
2: If, so you right. c- if, it, if, if it's like what you said, how it's like right across the street, if it's just like just down the way by the church, and everybody could just like kinda walk down there to the Ooh, church, yeah. and just, everybody could leave their cars in the parking lot overnight.
1: Here's where my head's at. So, when we were all at Flying Lotus for the Feed the Rocks concert, and it took us <laughs> from 11 p.m. at night to 3 in the morning to get out oh, of the Red Rock okay, drive-up.
0: Special circumstances. I know, I know. But hear me
1: out, hear me out. Yeah. All right. That stretch of road is so long. And right. like instead of thinking about taking the party after the concert, we should do it before, Right? So, just make, like, an epically long block party, like, all through the streets of Morrison, up those windy roads with, like, booths and, like, really cool shit and, like, drinks all the way up. And by the time people get to Red Rocks, the party has just begun. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. I am with you 100%. I'm going to tie this back into my own goals, which I hope turn into everybody's goals, which is, I say, you... Set up the parties in the lots, right? If you were trying to do like the hugest thing that Red Rocks has ever seen, right? So you have this giant episode. I mean, you look at like the city of Mecca, right? Where if you ever see pictures, they have that big old rock in the center. But if you're just some Joe Schmo like the four of us, we are never gonna see that rock. One, because we're not Muslims, and two, because there's like five million people surrounding that rock at any given point or time. It is ridiculous and i think that you could combine all these ideas with the parking and the hotels right mm-hmm. by busing people down from BlackRock and central city like hey guys start up there and we're just gonna run shuttles down the whole night and just but I don't know how far that is. I think it's about equidistant from Denver, right? If you just hit up I seventy, you get to Central City, Black Hawk, about the same time as you would going I to Denver. Don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Someone gamble. would have to Google this. <laughs> I don't
1: gamble. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what I think is, we need to um, build a subsect of like an even smaller town that's like underground. Near, yeah. That would be cool. Underground town? See, now I almost feel like my idea is not that
1: cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your idea? It's just to build, like, Morrison Part B and, like, kind of do it a little bit farther out and then just turn the entire town of Morrison into, like, New Orleans-style, like, alley of parties of different bars and all this and stuff. Oh, so what you're saying is flip the script, the way that all the people in Morrison are sort of trying to take away from the rocks and be like, hey, kids, quiet down, and no partying after midnight. You go, no, instead of that, y'all move away when you can't hear it, and then leave us to our parties. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we will buy this land. You can just move, or we'll buy that land for you. Just right. leave, leave this for the party. It would be Except- like
1: a recreation of the Americans stealing Indian territory.
0: Nice. Well, Tyne Casino. I would not compare <laughs> the people of Morrison to Native Americans. They oh, are no, definitely oppressors here. That's
1: definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. But yeah. In a sense, the situation would be
0: rather similar. Right, and I feel both of you on this, but we all have to remember that the partiers don't have money like the people who live in morrison and wanted to get there because it's like a nice quiet kind of mountain town they have money they started Mm -hmm. businesses they they did things party has kind of a a, a money pit
1: yeah i mean unless you are the party
0: unless you are the party right i mean thus why we have this podcast everybody donate to the podcast
2: right now
1: Uh, make your donations no, I'm You're just kidding. kidding. Do
2: we have a link to send some donations yeah. to? Hey, we, yeah, we
0: do. Willems.com.
2: Wolums.com. People don- send your donations. There's a donate button on the page. And
0: Stripe takes, you know, 2% of every donation. So...
1: Make a big know. one. Yeah, no, just
0: mail mail <laughs> us a check. We'll get a P.O. box. Go, go snail mail. Support the United States Post Office. <laughs> and... Cryptocurrency. I'm saying it right now. Cryptocurrency gets a big middle finger. It wastes way too much energy and doesn't really add that much security. So, yeah, in your face,
2: crypto. Nerds. In your face, crypto. Isn't it crazy
1: how many people have, like, plastic money over actual money in their pockets anymore now? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all in the air. It's, it's all anywhere but actually in your pocket. Well, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's even a with representation cash, it, of money, it's just a representation of whatever you worked for. Yeah, so yeah. You, it's not even actually any value. How weird! The only value is what we give it, <laughs> right? I wish we'd start believing in human capital and less in paper currency, man. And that's <laughs> why the partiers don't have money. <laughs> hey, <laughs> dang. But this podcast isn't about money. This is about Steve's no. ultimate party. This isn't Money Mondays. This isn't Money Mondays. This isn't Mad Money on whatever network that's on. We're not yelling about that stuff. Although, once again, <laughs> fuck crypto.
1: So, Steve, how much money do you have? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I got about <laughs> 350 Damn.
0: Minus getting
2: the about, tree. Am I giving about 350
0: <laughs> Um. Um About that time, I realized Stephen Scott was about 30 stories tall. (laughs) Oh, man. So, now, when you say you're going to walk in the woods after this party, what woods are you talking about, man? (laughs) We have very specific woods. very specific
2: woods, or you just got just random woods? Just the... The closest, not necessarily even the closest, man. It could be the furthest, like, destined woods in the world. It's just, like, just, like, wandering around the woods with a group of, like, group of houndrels is a badass time.
0: It is a good time.
2: I really enjoy it. it.
0: There is a hill that may or may not be on the opposite side of a highway or a major road. Uh, from Red Rocks Oh, that has always been the uh, the destination of after concert partying. Always? Mm. Uh, always? Not always, but for a solid like year and a half now.
2: Yeah, it's been a minute.
0: It has. Huh. And every time after a concert, we're so like yeah, we could do it, we could do it we probably shouldn't do it right now. And then we go there during the day and it's like yeah, that's like four miles down the road.
2: <laughs> it's not that quite that far. Okay. I'd be well, intrigued.
0: So, have you been to these woods after a concert? No. I'm just saying, this is like, if it if, if ever there would be a time to do it, the ultimate party might be the time. You're, I mean, Steve's ultimate party. Okay, I'm just <laughs> making suggestions. I mean, I don't know if you can ever have the ultimate party. It's intrinsic to the person, right? True. True. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, uh, I... You just got to like, get a high score. I'd like to interrupt this podcast for an apology. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for hijacking this and just talking about my Red Rocks Festival, but I just felt very in line with what Steve was saying earlier about the hanging with friends, eating paper, um, chilling in the lots, and heavy hitting mainliners. That, all those elements. Headliners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, heavy-hitting mainliner is probably not the best. No, that's not in my ultimate party. <laughs> I don't want all these mainliners in my, Yeah, <laughs> heavy-hitting headliners. Um, All that stuff sounds super great. And I love it. Steve, you know how to party.
1: Why did you apologize?
0: Oh, because I kept talking about this party I'm trying to throw out Red Rocks in oh, the first oh, 2020 it's happening All about the party man it's kind of a oh, prophecy man. at this point which is strange because you never want to be on board for a prophecy what if that doesn't happen you remember all those people who kept saying the world was going to end well the world didn't end but this is yeah, actually yeah. going to happen which is awesome have we talked about that with month and year it's going to be for 2020 Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, the first day of four twenty twenty. Right, and so it, an extra twenty. Here's on a the four <laughs> twenty, <laughs> and it's the start of four twenty
1: twenty. Four twenty twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, it, just, it starts. That just kicks off the month of partying. Just
1: we did it. We made it.
0: <laughs> also, go vote. It's an election year. Um. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Party for a purpose. Y- y'all want to hear a crazy story? I'm about it. Okay. Um, April first is April Fool's Day, right?
1: <gasps> it was also Easter this year.
0: What? Nah, you're fooling. You're fooling. What? We were all there. Come well, on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Everyone was alive. um <laughs> Yo, Not but, but check this out. Y'all know the history of April Fool's Day? In life, yes. No. <laughs> you know, all right, uh, explain it to me because I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <dang>. Uh, <laughs> uh, they bring May Fowlers. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually much more process. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> History but, always is. Yeah, all right. Gosh, dang. These people in the past. Why are you so silly? Um, but no, so Gregory, the inventor of the Gregorian calendar, the Pope guy made his New Year's on the 1st of January because that's that's what's up. But it turns out all the people in Syria and stuff celebrated their New Year on April 1st. So the fool in April Fool's Day is referring to Syrians. Which is messed up, right? <laughs> so there'd just be a bunch of people celebrating New Year's. They're <laughs> just like, ah, oh, you're idiots. Yeah, you <laughs> fools. The year doesn't start now. It starts back there. Hey Syrians, happy New Year's. Just kidding, you're stupid. <laughs> <April>. oh. <laughs> oh my god.
2: That's like, rough.
0: How messed up is that? And so like when I'm talking about this whole like it's April 1st, 2020, because like I'm the April Fool and we're doing like this whole full circle thing, and then like I heard that. And just got so bummed, I can't feel right I'm celebrating that anymore. <laughs> They're all a bunch of April fools. Yeah, you fools! You thought this was about merriment. It's about making fun of Syrians. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like some peanuts? Ah, they were snakes all along. Uncool, man. Yeah. Uncool. Not, not, not cool. <laughs> I have Syrian ancestry. Come on. Come <laughs> <God>, on, man. <laughs> I'm trying to celebrate. I'm trying to have a happy New Year. It's off to a rough start. Seriously, (laughs) stinks. But yeah,
1: on side, how we sitting? You guys sitting pretty. You're wearing matching socks. Uh, Oh yeah, Except yours are long.
0: Our 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 parents are the same people. <laughs> 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 we don't buy our own socks. Yeah, not yet. Once again, not. partying does not uh, yeah, no. make money. No, it's right. Does anyone know how to bankrupt a billionaire and just give all the money? We need a modern day Robin Hood.
1: We need a billionaire first.
0: We need a Tyler Durden. There are, there are billionaires. I know, but
1: which one uh, well, is the real question?
0: No, there t- there's 10 of them who live in Colorado. Right. Um, Mark Zuckerberg's in the news a lot lately. But the I Zuck. I want- yeah, the Zuck. I don't want anyone stealing people's data at an ultimate party, but I definitely want to take his money because that would be great, right? Just. <laughs> like, I, I keep looking at it like an economic blue shell from Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, you just take out the person in front? In front, yeah, you're in last place. Like, all these party kids are just like, oh, man, being broke sucks, but somehow they hit one of those mystery boxes, get the Blue Shell, and just knock a few people loose from the billionaire. See, I want to think if if we were to do that the best way I don't know if this would help or hurt is to just take all the the like capital and wealth and then just like balance our deficit and just be like there you go America now you're now you're free to do whatever you want like that kid that's in debt that's like oh well I can't go to college cause I'm in debt it's like oh you know I'm not in debt it's like I guess I go to concerts it's like no what are you doing US come on oh, yeah. <laughs> been there yeah we've all been there yeah
2: there right now hey, oh, hey, yeah. hey
1: <laughs> yeah and we're back, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> hey, we're back.
2: welcome back <laughs> oh we've
0: been back so many times mm-hmm. i love it steve is there anything else you want to talk about your party is there any other details we may have overlooked
2: strippers and cocaine
0: okay (laughs) (laughs) you you remember when homie at cosmos we uh, i don't know if i should tell this to the audience or tell it to you as a person uh what was um um all names have been changed to protect the innocent okay yeah so (laughs) one time we worked at this place called cosmos pizza Still we still work at Cosmo's Pizza. One day today, we worked at Cosmo's Pizza.
1: In unison. One
0: day, many years ago, one the so one man named Bill uh, came in, and he was a little bit more inebriated than anticipated. That rhymes. So immediately started, thank you, uh, talking to, to our other coworker, Mike, and went, hey, Mike, You look like someone who knows a lot about strippers and cocaine. (laughs) Mike, having been sober for three years now, not knowing anything about strippers and cocaine. It's just ever Um, since you said strippers and cocaine, like that dude Mike, he know what to do in that situation.
2: Mike's the homie. Yeah.
0: Okay, here's my question. Would the strippers be interspersed, in the crowd or would they be on the stage and where is this cocaine see
2: it's not at red rocks
0: oh that's beforehand it's afterwards.
2: beforehand or afterwards the strippers okay you go to the strip club after the show you know and you're, you're, you're you know you're enjoying the vibe enjoying the titties about 2 3 a.m they don't close shop kick everybody out instead they just shove the strippers in the back to bake up a bunch of donuts for everybody and all the donuts are like formed as like little tits a little pussies or something and then like after like five six o'clock in the morning you have just a bunch of strippers bringing you donuts those are some hard-working strippers that's right
1: what I was and about instead of powdered
0: sugar dang. it's dang. Cocaine, cocaine on the yes. donuts. oh my gosh I'd like to say the thing I say every time we do this podcast and drugs come up, which is, you don't need to do drugs to have a good time. Um, but you can. Uh, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say I've never had any on me. Well, yes. While I'm outside of a courtroom and this isn't perjury. <laughs> we'll explain later when we'll everything's like, or, yeah. When everything's settled, we'll explain what that means, but my only idea of this is just like eating half of the donut and be like, I can't eat any more of this donut. I don't even know what it tastes like. My whole face is numb. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you? Would you? If you're doing your cocaine powder donut, right? are you spreading it on like your typical
2: powdered donut or are you it's just like 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 a
0: rail like circling the donut so you just get that whole like full tilt sniff
2: see i'm thinking like you take an ounce of powdered sugar and you just sprinkle in like two grams of cocaine and then you just like chop it all mix it up and you can still like just like you know, give it that nice little fog on the donut. So you still get that sweetness, but then you also take a bite of gasoline at the same um, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. zip mm.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: this is something that I don't know. For a rapper, I am very unversed in the ways of cocaine. Do they mix it with baby powder because it's not sweet? like when people cut cocaine they cut it
2: with b12 like, and like a lo- like they cut it with predominantly vitamin b12 but they cut it down with baking soda and like baby laxative baking soda I got baking soda mm. yeah. All that yeah. kind of stuff soda. but it's just like they Bacon like soda? vitamin b12 is something very safe for human consumption and it's virtually you can't really taste it you can't really smell it so you can right. pretty much put it in anything Okay. So it just makes thing. it go forever. But if
0: you were to do it with powdered sugar, someone would just be like, oh, man, you're really That's sweet you really good. This cocaine is too sweet. Right. This, this is not how cocaine tastes. Yeah. You definitely oh. want it to taste sort of like chemicals. And that, I know there's been people that, like, rather than just trying to get the taste right, they try and get the effects right. So... They're, this is like stories of people telling stories. Right. Like people putting like rat poison in there so it numbs mm-hmm. out your nose, just because it has that carcinogen. Or that baby laxative, because if you take a little line, it like naturally loosens your pooper. So it's like if you take some baby laxative and you take get that like pooper relaxation, you're like ooh, this is some good cocaine. I thought that was ketamine
2: that loosens your butthole.
0: Is it cocaine too?
2: It could also be poppers
0: that that definitely
2: loosens your butt mm-hmm. yeah I've done poppers like throughout a night just one night and that was a real interesting sensation I didn't feel my pooper getting loosened <laughs> or anything I just felt like the wibbly wobbly but you don't fall down type mm-hmm. type of thing
0: they won't let you bring balloons in places because they think you're going to do poppers or like nitrous out of See,
2: poppers is not in a balloon. It's just a little jar. You can get them at sex shops, and you're if you ask for, like, DMD pipe cleaner so or whatever, um, you just, like, open up this tiny little, like, glass vial, and you just, like, smell the odor that comes out of it, and you just kind of just get a little weird. Yeah. Is
0: that like a uh, ether?
2: Kind of. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. You know, he'd
0: do it, but it's not the same like chemical makeup. It's, it's
2: not the same chemical makeup, but it's like, it's, it's a, it's an inhalant. You just mm-hmm. like crack open the bottle. You <sniffs> wobbly, 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 wobbly. <laughs> it's very it's, interesting. Yeah,
0: that is interesting. I believe that all drugs should be legal just so the whole rat poison thing doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, it's fucked up.
0: And it's kind of cool that poppers fall in that little gray zone where you can totally get them legally at sex shops, but you probably shouldn't be... The government probably doesn't want you getting high off of them. Right, and if you go
2: to the sex shop and you ask for poppers, they will kick you out. Right, because
0: you have to ask for, like, what? Keyboard cleaner or something? It's
2: like DMD pipe cleaner or some sort of pipe cleaner or something. I, I'm not entirely sure. I've never yeah. bought it. I've just, I, just I, I've known somebody that's done it.
0: The the phrase pipe cleaner at a sex shop takes on a weird content. <laughs> <laughs> True. But see, here's the funny story about poppers, man. When I was in Budapest, I was staying at this hotel called, or this hostel called Retox, and I Heavily recommend it if you're rich enough to travel. That'd be a great place to uh, do rehab in, because then it would be detox and retox, right. detox retox, right? It's yeah. it's that's why they named it that, and it's basically a party hostel. And honestly, before I keep going with this story, I just want to say that. I totally get that a lot of people don't have the ability to have all these crazy experiences that we have. And I want to do everything in my power to give those people these kind of crazy experiences. Because it is really fun part of life. And I think everyone should be able to have it. So the more we can do to spread this ability to travel and to party and to have fun and be carefree is what it is and not be stressed out while you're partying then all the better that being said when i was in budapest i was broke as fuck and um they asked me to stay an extra night and i ended up meeting this dude and all names have been changed so we'll call him sven right and sven was apparently at one time the largest supplier of poppers to the northern uk (laughs) because he just found a way to get them really cheap and get them shipped but then he would drive around all the different sex shops and drop it off and he was telling me about the weird legal gray area he was in because if you're shipping the crates of these then you're a pretty heavy drug dealer, right? But at the same time, it's kind of legal so when you're at the docks and stuff and you're signing off for it it's always a gamble whether you're going to get busted and if you do get busted what are the consequences nobody knows but the reason he got out of the business was because one time he was driving a van full of pallets of poppers and crashed into another car or another car crashed into him either way van tips and poppers go flying all over the street (laughs) and now he knows that the cops are going to come so he just got the hell out of there and I just wonder what it was like for those people in the northern UK to just walk up to a street full of poppers all that you could handle like a pinata had just been knocked open (laughs) I just imagine he gets like knocked out and like the poppers explode in the van and he's just breathing it in like whoa whoa, whoa. that's whoa. that's what
2: my original thought was is like how how spaced out that man like get get trapped in that down, van for just, a little bit like that shit gets you wibbly wobbly like yeah, almost just a little bit almost drunk but not drunk
0: yeah it was nuts but uh Drug trade. Drug trade. Drug trade. trade. Again, all drugs should be legal so you don't get it cut and people can have responsible popper times. Get them wibbly wobblies. Amen. All right, Steve, do you want people to find you on the internet? Do you want people to find you in concerts? I don't think you can find Steve on the internet. Are you off the grid, man?
2: I am off the grid. Don't lie.
0: Hell yeah.
2: I mean, I have a Facebook, but... I never used the damn thing, <laughs> so I mean, come find me at a concert. I'm normally wearing tie dye. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. he's yeah. the
2: only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. The I'm the dude wearing tie dye oh. and pins on my hat. Come You'll find, You'll me.
1: find me. <laughs> yeah. I'm heady as fuck.
0: I'm I'm in like the rows like behind the sound booth, but before but but like before the end of the you know back i'm in the crowd Uh, you'll
2: find me i'm in the crowd (laughs) i'm lost in the crowd but i don't want to lose touch so you just go ahead and find your boy yeah find your boy call steve at
0: four two four two four two three eight one seven and leave a message yeah anytime any day whisper sweet nothings into his ear but just remember that when you call that number you're calling us not Steve. And we will relay it to Steve. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it we'll get it to Steve who's off the grid. Any hugs, kisses, <clears throat> fellatio, we will give that to him. Don't We're, you worry. If you have a hot tip on where to find some cocaine stripper donuts. <laughs> Are you a stripper? Do you enjoy baking? You and should. cocaine? Exactly. <laughs> Call us at 4242 and we need to make a point. jingle for that Four, four two four, two, four, two, four two, <laughs> 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 Alright, let's try it Alright, right. ready? Four, one 2
1: 3
0: Amazing I liked
1: it You guys <laughs> need to harmonize though Need some work That'd be good right, let's try I it one more time yeah,
0: You go low, <laughs> I'll go high, okay? Alright
1: Four
0: two. Wait, wait. wait. Are we, are we going to count it on? No, and the tre- four two right.
1: should be the same in unison, and yeah. then the three eight one seven needs to be a little, little melodic.
0: All right, I'm going down. You're going up. Yeah. All right, all right. Two. Four, four, two, four two. Four two.
1: Three eight one seven. seven. Did you miss a four two? Just that? know that there's another four two at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> there's
0: three of them. Wait, I'm going low. There's three of them. <laughs> four twos, I mean. Okay, this is here. just gonna be how we do the podcast. Is there from four twos?
2: There's no four, two. two. Not, and I'm not saying
0: <laughs> that three, it eight, starts eight, with sevens. three, four, two. I'm saying for i I'm saying it goes there's, like this. Three,
1: Four two, four two four two
0: four two three eight one seven. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> party pod key hotline. Empire today. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the the Woolums right. today. JG Wentworth. Wentworth. All right. Uh, it's my party and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, Steve, it's been a pleasure having you on. Maddie, oh, always good to have you back for
2: the first time.
1: Here I am again.
2: <laughs> Party on, for <laughs> the Party first on time. Kyle. Party on, Steve.
0: Party on, Maddie. fine, folks. Party.
2: Party on. Party on, Garth.
0: Party, on. Party Garth. on, the
2: world. Have a good see you. I wonder if Garth will ever listen to
0: this. All right. That was our episode. I'd like to give a special thank you to Steve, to Maddie, and to all of the listeners this was a fun episode. I had a lot of fun recording it. I had a lot of fun editing it. It's awesome. We're listening to A Fifth of Beethoven by Walter Murphy. Basically, this guy did a whole bunch of disco covers of classical music back in the days of disco. This one came out in 1976 and really put Walter Murphy on the map. It's pretty sweet, if you ask me. I think it really worked for this episode. So... With all that being said, um, like, click, subscribe, share, donate, all those fun internet things. And if you can, once again, go to volunteermatch.org. Find a place to volunteer. That would be awesome. If you're listening to this before Cinco de Mayo and you're in Denver, go to the Versus the Inevitable album release party at Lost Lake Lounge. Uh, We plugged that on last week's episode. We're still plugging it now. And come to our show, The Willem Show, where we're going to be doing a live podcast and then breaking it down with an awesome hip-hop set on May 18th at the Corner Beach Coffee House in Cava House. It'll be a lot of fun, and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, everybody. I love you. to go full D. you're like welcome to Ye ultimate party <laughs> 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 <laughs>